Welcome to the Instagram Stories for Friday, February 3rd. I'm your host, Daniel Hill. There isn't any Instagram-specific news, but there's some meta-general news to get into and some interesting TikTok music licensing news that I want to talk about, so we'll get into that. First, Meta has released its final quarter and full year financial results for 2022, and things are not great, but also not as bad as they could be. Meta's revenue slightly exceeded analysts' expectations, but the tech giant certainly hasn't recovered from what has been a very difficult past 12 months. The company beat Wall Street revenue expectations by about 2%, but overall revenue is down by more than 1% compared with 2021. The part I want to highlight is that Meta saw an upward swing in both advertising revenue and income from its apps, meaning Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, and WhatsApp. So things are looking a bit of positive on that side of things. Now let's get into some specific numbers with a bit of context. Between October 2021 and October 2022, Meta lost about $700 billion in market value. In November 2022, they announced major layoffs, cutting about 11,000 employees. This entire time, though, Meta has continued to focus on virtual reality, even though there's been very little to show in the way of success so far. In the first three quarters of 2022, Meta lost more than $9.4 billion in the company's Reality Labs, which is what they're calling the VR arm of the company. On a recent earnings call, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger would be the company's future focal points for boosting income. Of course, I will keep you updated on all of this, especially as it relates to Instagram going forward. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about a Bloomberg article indicating that TikTok is testing whether or not users would still use the app the same way if they had access to less music. So stick around for that. And we're back. Bloomberg.com is reporting that TikTok is testing whether or not users stick around if they have access to less music. Here's how this works. TikTok is limiting the number of songs that users can post on its app as an experiment to assess how much users value music in their videos. Content creators won't be able to use certain songs. This test is occurring in a subset of TikTok users in Australia. Here's the quote from the company. Quote, this will only affect certain music and is scheduled work while we analyze how sounds are accessed and added to videos, as well as looking to improve and enhance the wider sounds library. End quote. This is going to be complicated for major music labels, which believe that TikTok and ByteDance, the parent company, are really using this as a test, as a potential excuse to pay music labels less money. I like this reasoning so far. TikTok and the labels disagree over the value of music in the app's overall popularity. Music rights holders argue that their songs are core to TikTok's appeal, while TikTok sees music as just one part of the broader entertainment experience. If usage of the app remains steady with less music available, TikTok could potentially make the argument that it doesn't need to pay music right holders as much money. If usage falls, though, then it would help music companies to make their claims of how important music is as a central part of the TikTok app. Rights holders have been pushing TikTok to give them a greater share of the revenues that it gets from all the money that it earns from advertising. As of now, rights holders get paid a flat fee from TikTok. Music companies would also like ByteDance to invest more in paid streaming and link TikTok to Rezo, which is a paid streaming service that is also owned by ByteDance. 
That way, ByteDance could use TikTok, which has more than 1 billion users, as a funnel to the music streaming business. There's definitely a lot of opportunity to improve things in this whole arena. And I'm saying that because the Financial Times had an article that Universal Music was in talks with big platforms to overhaul the streaming model. Basically, Universal Music was looking into options to crack down on bots and looking at other options as ways to make money like super fan subscriptions and so forth. I don't want to make this flash briefing too long, so I'll link to this article, but I really think that this is a very critical time for music in terms of streaming and how things work. On the plus side, streaming for music is very different than video. When it comes to streaming music, you have all the artists in Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Netflix, for instance, by comparison, only has certain shows. Other shows are in Peacock or Paramount Plus or Stars or all the other streaming services. They're not just one big service that has all of them. So music streaming, I think, is ahead of the game, but there's definitely a lot of room for improvement to ensure that the artists get paid in a way that is fair. Take a look at all these articles in the show notes when you have an opportunity. I definitely recommend them. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. I'm going to try to do a weekend show. I'm going to try. Come back on the weekend. If not, be back on Monday for Masseri Monday. I'm not yet a member of the Instagram team, but my podcast covers many Instagram themes. But the name, image, logos, the trademarks are Instagram and the LCC in the USA and every territory. Everything I publish independently. Until they let me run the team and start, I pay my salary. Not sponsored or endorsed, no lies, no fallacy. I use their logo with permission, not malicious or callously. No trademark violation, filling all criteria. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Daniel Hill Media.